Thursday morning in my study. The sun's busy coming up. It's getting cold now. And I've been reflecting on the, my week. I don't know about you, but sometimes in a month, there's a week that changes your life completely. Sometimes there's a day in a week that changes your life completely. Sometimes it's just an hour in a day that changes your life. And sometimes there's just one moment in a day where your life has changed forever. Whether it's something that happens in your life or in your family or a situation that you hear about or come across changes your life forever. I've had, I've had two of those this past week. And so it's early. I thought I want to record. I want to record today in my study Thursday morning early. Share from my heart. And I hope that's okay with you. I could have got dressed up. I could have prepared a bit more. But I thought, you know what? I want to share today from my heart. And so one of those moments has been when I was in a Zoom meeting with some pastors this past week from around the country. The legend... Trevor Hudson hosted this Zoom meeting and there were some Anglican bishops, there were some Baptist ministers, there were some Catholic priests, uh, Methodist ministers all on this Zoom chat. And then there was me, Foxy, my name Foxy on the screen in this Zoom meeting. And Trevor Hudson hit it out the park. He asked us some incredible questions and the topic of conversation was going along the lines of this one specific question. I've been reflecting on it all week. I want to share it with you. Is that okay? Are you ready for this question? Here it is. Who am I? I've been thinking about it. Who am I? In other words, I've been asking myself, what is my identity? What is my identity based on? Who am I? Who are you, Daryl? Is it the fact that your name is Daryl? Is, is that what you're basing your identity on? Some people call me Foxy. That's my nickname. Is that my identity? Uh, maybe my identity is based on the fact that I'm a pastor. So, sure, I mean, you're saying, surely, Daryl, that's your identity. But you're a pastor. That, that's your identity. Maybe. Maybe. I've been basing my identity on what people say about me. Maybe that's the case for you as well. Because if you're like me, you care a lot about what people say about you. And so you, you base your identity on that, on what people say about you. And it's easy. It's easy to base your identity on what people say about you. So I've been asking myself, who are you? I want to ask you today, sitting in your lounge or in your bed, in your study, who are you? What are you basing your identity on? What are you taking your identity off of? I met a young man on Monday. He's involved in his family business, busy stepping into his dad's footsteps. And everyone around him is, is saying, you go boy, you just do exactly what your dad does. You follow in your dad's shadow, do exactly what he does, do exactly what he says. And you'll be successful. And he's saying, but, but, I, but I'm not my dad. I'm not my dad. I, I don't have the same identity as, as my dad. And I felt like God was saying to him, listen, pal, don't take your identity off of your dad. 
Because this young man needs to live in his own identity. And I shared some of my life story with him. Of how there was a stage in my life where I started losing my identity. I stopped being who Daryl was. Being the man that God had made me to be. It felt like I was in a box. And I'd lost my identity. And God's been really kind to me in a miraculous way. God brought a man into my life who God used to, to start helping me again to, to live in the identity of who God made me to be. And I don't think we will ever forget about people who God uses to unlock the identity that He's given us. It's true, hey friends. When, when we are allowed to, to live in our own identity, we are free to live in the identity that God's made us to live with. And we start living in freedom. We start thriving. And so I've been reflecting on my identity this week. And I've been asking myself, what am I basing my identity on? Here's the first thought that I had. Maybe I've been basing my identity on who I'm associated with. Yeah, because if I'm associated with that group of pastors, then, then I'm A for away, hey? Then I'm okay. Maybe you base your identity on the company that you work for. Let me tell you a story. Many years ago, I was at a function and a man that I know had just joined this organization. And at this function, the, the big boss of that organization was there and I overheard him speaking to this man who had just joined that organization and he greeted this man and he said so how is my new staff member doing and I thought wow here's this man that I know he's joining this organization he's gonna become a staff member for this organization is there a chance that he's gonna start losing his identity and now he's going to be just a staff member working for that organization how's my new staff member doing right or wrong but that man's identity was now being based on the organization that he was working for and i think back to myself i think back to the the group of cyclists that i want to be associated with and so I joked with my group of cyclists friends this week. I said, guys, I'm done. I, I'm going to want to now be associated with that group of cyclists. Because they're the A group. They train much harder. They, they, they ride for much longer. I want to be associated with them now. Bye-bye. And, and so there was a joke as to them saying, cheers, Daryl. Have a nice laugh, bud. But but I think it's true. Sometimes I think us as cyclists, we, we like kids. Eh? And speaking of kids, I, I got a WhatsApp from a man in our church this week. He said to me, Daryl, I think my kids, he says, my kids are busy losing their identity. Because they, they're no longer being associated with the kids that they have, their friends at school. He says they're losing their identity. I thought, wow. And then the ladies watching today, don't think you're off the hook. Because I think it's true for you as well, ladies. 
You want to be associated with that group of ladies in Benoni, don't you? Yeah, there's that group that you want to be associated with. You want to go to that hairdresser because that's the, the great good hairdresser. And I'm saying to my wife, babes, what's happening with the, with the blonde? No, uh, my hairdresser, I, I'm saying, okay, you, you're not going to anybody else. You're going back to that hairdresser because she sorted out my wife's hair proper. Ladies, you want to go to that person who does your nails. You want to be associated with that hairdresser and with that nail specialist. It's true. Because perhaps those people, those women, those friends will give you the identity that, that you want, that you're looking for. So let's go back to me, Foxy. I've been asking myself, am I basing my identity on whom I'm associated with? And I've been asking myself then as well, have I maybe been basing my identity on what car I drive, what, what bicycle I ride, what house I stay in? And I've realized, man, again, during lockdown, these things, what car I drive, what bicycle I ride, where I stay, can be taken away from us just like that. And if we're basing our identity on those things and they get taken away from us, we're going to have an identity crisis. So, so what else do we base our identity on? Is it based on my personality? And for many of you, your personalities, you're an introvert and you've been loving lockdown. My life, I said to my wife the other day, can we just go and have a coffee with those people? Just go and connect with them. No, we're not allowed to. It's lockdown. I know we're not allowed to, but can we just go? And for us as extroverts, it's been tough, eh? It's been tough. Maybe you feel that your identity has, has been changed somewhat during lockdown. Maybe you feel you're becoming someone that you're actually not because emotionally you, you've been affected. Maybe you, your identity is based on the title that you have. Someone said to me last week, Friday, they said, you need to speak to this man regarding the land and get his opinion and perspective. And they said, this man is Dr. So-and-so. I thought, wow, well, if he's a doctor, if he's a specialist, in his field, then we definitely need to speak to him. We take our identity and we base it on the title that we have. I mean, thinking about a man in the Bible, he, he had a title. Jesus called him the rock. This man, Peter, he learned some valuable life lessons. I think he, he battled with his identity all the way through his life. But at the end of his life, we see how this man no longer fell all over the place. Throughout his life, he fell all over the place. He fell into the water, trying to find his identity. Walking on water, he fell in. He tried to find his identity in the things that he did. There he goes, he chops that, that soldier's ear off and the ear falls off next to him. Trying to find his identity in the things that he does. Falling into temptation, denying Jesus, he fell into that. But at the end of his life, this man, Peter, writes 1 and 2 Peter. And I think 
he gets his identity right. He shares this with us, friends, in chapter 1 of 1 Peter verse 17. It says, since you call on a father, he's writing to us. He's understood. Peter's understood who his father is. It's not his earthly father. It's his heavenly father in heaven. Since you call on a father who judges each person's work impartially. Do you get that, friends? Peter's understood now who his identity is in. His heavenly father. It goes on in chapter 2, verse 4. It says this, As you come to him, the living stone. He's talking to us. He says, guys, as you come to him, the living stone. Who's the living stone? Jesus. As you and I come to Jesus, rejected by humans, but chosen by God and precious to him. He has the verse. He has the verse that gives us the clue to where identity is found. It says, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house that's our identity friends coming to jesus knowing our heavenly father being a living stone that i've realized is my identity being built into a spiritual house there's a lady in our community just 43 years old yesterday Passed on. Tragically. But she was a living stone. She was being built into a spiritual house. Going through life. All the curveballs. All the disappointments. But building her life on Jesus. The cornerstone of her life. She was a living stone here. She's not here now, but she's a living stone with her heavenly father right now in heaven. And friends, as I've realized again, Daryl, who are you, bud? Are you basing your identity on your name or what you do or the things that you have? This morning again, I've realized I need to base my identity on the fact that I am a living stone. Be a living stone with me. Building your life on Jesus, the cornerstone. God bless you. As you and I discover together our identity in Jesus.